Welcome to the Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 141, The iTunes. iTunes, iTunes, where are the iTunes? January 4th, 2014. I am your host, Jeremy Collier. I don't know why I said my last name, but with me this week is Patrick. What'd he do? I don't know why I introduced myself with my last name. If you've been listening for any amount of time, I'm sure you already know, or if you don't know, you can find it out easily. I don't need to tell you. Anyway, so let's get started. That was the most, that might have been the most awkward uh, starting to a podcast we've had. And we did such, we left off on such a good one with me hosting it. Yeah, well, it has been how like over a month since I've hosted a podcast, so you know I'm a little rusty. Yeah, I will step your game up. Yep, yep. Uh, no Frank this week. Um, he came he's down. He, yeah, he's, he's too he, busy getting getting probably uh uh what's the word I'm looking for um sloshed because his Saints excuse me his Aints won their playoff game today by the skin of their teeth. I was gonna say he's he's he came down with the case of the Saints. Uh, yeah, that was I I wasn't watching it, but I was uh, paying attention to the the you know the game cast or whatever it's called. Uh-huh. On ESPN, and I was like, "Ooh, came down to the last minute, or thirty seconds, really." Uh, it was kind of funny because I honestly thought that the Colts Chiefs game was going to be a low-scoring game, and the Philadelphia uh, um, Saints game was going to be a high-scoring game, and it was quite the opposite. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. So, with that Go said, me. welcome to <clears throat> 2014. Uh, Happy New Year. The last podcast technically was released in 2014, but was not recorded in 2014. So, just very quickly, um, Happy New Year to everybody. Patrick, do you want to give a Game of the Year? I thought we were going to wait till we had all three of us. That's why I didn't do it last week. All right, we can do that. That's fine. I, I didn't know. Um, I don't, I, I don't uh, actually we... listen to the podcast when I'm not on it. So You should show you how a podcast should be ran. All right, we'll wait till next week and talk about Game of the Year next week for us. Sounds good. Then let's get right into what we've been playing. And as I said, it's been a month or so since I've last been on, maybe a little less. And uh, less than that. Yeah, I, I just realized it's been about three weeks. And my list is pretty long. Uh, it starts with actually uh, I missed one game, so oh, big surprise. And that is Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. I did play it. The game that already came out. Yeah, it's been out now for four months. No, I did play it earlier this, or or, uh, earlier last month, uh, after the podcast came out. But uh, I haven't played it much. Honestly, I've let my subscription um, expire now twice. Um, I'll I'll, I'll re-up again. I have not played since 2.1 has come out. So I know people are probably like, how could you not do that? But... You know what? I had just had be like that. There you go. That's perfect. Uh, after that, I have played a good amount of Xenogears. I don't remember if I talked about it on the last podcast. I know I've talked about it on on our Facebook page and such like that. Uh, I don't remember if I, I think I started it mid month. So anyway, I started playing Xenogears again. 
uh, uh, via emulator on the Ouya. And Ouya, Ouya. for legal reasons, I will say I do own the game yeah, and the yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I'm about 10 hours in, having a lot of fun with that. I haven't played this in, in the last two weeks, but that's just because I've been super busy. Um, I haven't really sat down to play anything that wasn't with other people since in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I played some new Super Mario Wii. Me and my wife actually sat down on, what day was that? Christmas Eve uh, morning. We were waiting. We were just kind of killing time before we had to go to her parents' house. And we played the first two worlds of Super Mario Wii. Wii U? Uh, yes, sorry. New Super Mario Wii U. That's right, yeah. That was fun. It's 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 a fun game. I mean, it's just like the new Super Mario Brothers Wii um, game. But did you get to be a cat? No, that wasn't. That's not that game. That's the next one I'm going to talk about. And my brother did get Super Mario 3D World for Christmas. So yes, I it was able to be a cat. Uh, I actually had a good amount of fun playing that game. I played it on on Christmas Day. Um, I stopped my by my brother's house. And for a little bit, and we had a, uh, I had a lot of fun playing it. It's uh, not exactly what I expected. It's a cross between it's a cross between Super Mario uh, Wii U and Super Mario Galaxy. Um, my brother said it's a lot like Galaxy, but I never really cared for the Galaxy games much. Did you Did you ever play them much? I never even played any of the Galaxy games. Yeah, my brother swears. It's, by those games, he loves those games. But I mean, I just seen that uh, that they're not. I just, just never played any of them. I I kind of always did, but just ne- it never happened. Yeah, yeah. Personally, I just never really cared for them too much. So I, I don't know, one of those things. Um, but I I did have fun with this. The cat was a little disappointing. Um, he couldn't do too much. He can climb up walls, but he can't climb up walls that well. And he can like use his claws, but that's about it. You're just mad because you can just jump in there and start petting Mario in a cat suit. That's true. But I will say that it has some unique levels, and I had a lot of fun playing it. Uh, After that, I played some Peggle 2 on Xbox One. That was the first and only game my brother owns. Well, he owns one more now, but as of that time, the only game he owned on Xbox One was Peggle 2. And to kill some time last weekend, I played some Plants vs. Zombies at my brother-in-law's house. Along with uh, Call of Duty Ghosts, we he has it for PlayStation Three, and uh, I we had a lo- I had a lot of fun with that game. I cannot wait to buy it, but I'm debating on either getting it for PC or waiting and getting it for PlayStation Four when I get PS Four. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure uh, if if I get a good if there's a good sale on, uh, sale on Steam for it, I'll probably pick it up that way, uh, like thirty thirty bucks or something. But as of right now, I'm just gonna have to put it off because I'm not spending sixty bucks on that game. Uh, let's see. Oh, the other... Uh, my brother had a party last Friday, and he bought Killer Instinct for Xbox One. Now, How was that? Uh, well, uh, for those of you who don't know, Killer Instinct is is, uh, is a downloadable game on there. It's free, and you get two characters. Um, I don't remember their names offhand, which ones. Uh, it was or- Orca and... Orchid and... Uh, or- Orchid and... Um... I don't remember the other one's name. Was it the wolf? No, it wasn't the wolf. It was a guy who has the same exact moves as Ryu and Ken. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. remember his name though. I don't. I, 
I used to love playing Killer Instinct, but I don't remember all the characters. Yeah, same here. Uh, and then for 20 bucks, you can buy all the characters for Season 1. Uh, and that includes... Season 1? Yeah. So this is the game that they're they're coming out with seasons of characters for. Right, uh, oh, that's how they were calling it. Yeah, I didn't realize that either until... Uh, at least that's what my brother called it. Uh, I'm assuming that that's what they called it online. But anyway, the first the first set of characters comes with... What does he know? I know, huh? Uh, four characters, and it's 20 bucks. And what I thought was funny, and, and I, it just kind of made me shake my head, made me think of Capcom, is if you want to buy uh, the different stages and different colors for the outfits, that's an additional 20 bucks. I'm like, so you're saying you're going to spend $40 on a six-character game when the next DLC is set to come out in February, I think it is, for two more characters? Uh, but anyway, so then, so then, after uh, season two will be, I think, another three or four characters, and that's also going to be twenty bucks. So you're looking at um, sixty bucks for a game that they said was going to be free at launch. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but they end up, they are going to end up bringing out a lot of characters. I heard at least twelve altogether. Um, but yeah, I, I actually had a lot of fun with it. I I'm not that good at it. I mean, it's been years since I played Killer Instinct, so I guess it's to be expected. Well, then at the I mean, you're not, you weren't really the best at fighting games anyways. <laughs> Besides Street Fighter, no. Yeah. And, I mean, this game is a lot like Street Fighter, except relies heavily on combos. Um, Killer but, combo! Yeah. It, it's also, maybe it's because none of us that were playing actually knew, um, like, all the combos, but it just <laughs> didn't seem as intense as it used to be. I remember there used to be, like, 60-hit combos and stuff, and I think the most we've seen was, like, 15-hit combos. So I don't know. It could have just been that they changed it, or it could have been the people that were playing. Uh, the last game on my list is Myth Defense, which is something I talked about a while back. It's an Ouya game. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. It's a tower defense game. I just happened to pop that in a couple weeks ago just because I was bored and I was already on the Ouya, so I was like, okay, I'll play it. And the last thing I want to talk about, though, is the book series that I'm currently reading. Um, it's called Pathfinder by Orson Scott Card. The first book is also called Pathfinder. And it's about a... Uh, without going into any spoilers, it's about a kid who... finds out that his... Okay, all his life, he thinks that his uh, mother and sister were dead. And he finds out that they're not... Not only are they not dead, but that if uh, the person is to be believed that told him this, that they're actually royalty. Hmm. And then he sets off to find out who they are and about his life and everything. Um, it starts off as a high, or almost high fantasy type, uh, very, you know, travel on foot, magic kind of uh, book, and goes into sci-fi in the second book, which is called Ruins. And all of a sudden, there's, like, uh, space travel. Not space travel, but... Well, there is space travel, but more, like, uh, flight and advanced civilizations and stuff like that. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I actually... The first book I got on, on sale uh, at uh, uh, on Audible for five bucks, and I listened to that. The second book I actually bought on Amazon w- with the WhisperSync deal, which was you buy the ebook and the audiobook. And it was only twelve bucks for both. So uh, the third book actually comes out in a few months, so I'm actually lo- really looking forward to that. That's cool. Yeah, uh, I love Orson Scott Card's work. 
despite what people say about him personally, I could care less because his writing is awesome. So, <laughs> and that's it for me. And kind of lot to talk about there, and kind of gloss over a lot of it. But uh, what about you, Patrick? What have you been playing? Well, uh, start. I've been going through Dead Rising Three, uh, doing checking out the co-op, uh, helping uh, uh, my uh, friend Johnny. Uh, through that, um, it's funny because I jumped on there with him, and he was like already on chapter three, but like there was hell of side missions that he had it done, and I was just like, "What the hell? Like you haven't done none of these side missions?" <laughs> um, so I was trying to help him do as many as I could, and then some of them I just expired. So, but we were kind of doing um, doing all this, the the uh, you know regular missions, and I was showing him some tricks and stuff like that. Um. Also, uh, I didn't want to start this game. I think I might have said this last week, too. I didn't want to start this game um, until I finished Grand Theft Auto V. But uh, ended up starting it anyways, <laughs> uh, which is Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm kind of getting antsy to see where they're going with the story, even though I'm not that far into it. Because the way they started it off, um, obviously I'm not going to say nothing because it would give stuff away. Um, but um, uh, the other game I've been playing other than Assassin's Creed, which is, like I said, I'm really enjoying it, is Grand Theft Auto V. I still got to finish it. I've been trying to go through his missions as quick as possible. Um with still not like well not too fast not like I'm just trying to just do it to get it done with I'm still enjoying the game and taking my time with stuff but I mean it's, instead of maybe cruising around and screwing around like you you know like you find yourself doing in Grand Theft Auto a lot mm-hmm. you know you can't help it sometimes you're like oh you're you just finished the mission you're like oh screw it. I'm gonna drive around and kill people randomly for a while or you know just steal cars and just race them and shit I'm not really doing too much of that I'm just trying to excuse me uh get to the game uh, and then finally I picked up my Gears of War Anvil gate book again oh yeah I saw that yeah I was like you know what a lot of times at work we're not doing nothing and I'm just sitting there on Facebook sometimes I'll even be sitting on Facebook which I don't do this all I don't really do I'm not like one of the people that just stare at Facebook waiting for it to like update mm-hmm. <laughs> but sometimes at work there is completely nothing to do yeah. And I'll have Facebook, I'm like, man, let me hit refresh, maybe someone posts <laughs> something. Like, there's literally sometimes nothing to do at work. And the computer I'm on don't have speakers, so it's not like I'm just like, oh, let me go on YouTube or some shit. Yeah. Um, so, um, I was like, well, screw it, why don't I just bring my book in with me? So, that's what I've been doing, is uh, slowly starting to read it. Which is kind of funny, because normally we would have a big t- a lot a lot of downtime, so I would have plenty of time to read. The last couple of times I've been trying to read, all of a sudden the phone starts ringing. Go figure. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to get that damn book done, damn it. <clears throat> uh, so, but that's pretty much it for me for what I've been playing. So I'll move on to what's coming out for the week of 112 to 118. Pretty much one game. There hasn't been really pretty much anything <coughs> coming well, like, out. Like you and uh, Frank said last week, it's going to be a, a, at least a few weeks before anything good comes out. Yeah. Um, I thought you said you didn't listen. I listened to parts of it. I have to when I'm editing. I mean, come on. Damn it. Um, <clears throat> you, you didn't listen to the very beginning? 
<laughs> uh, which part? I listened to the beginning, some of it. Oh, well, pretty much what we were talking about, your your illnesses and stuff. No, I, I, I didn't hear that, I don't think. Oh, you should go back. It's, it was very compelling stuff. You should really go I, back. I, I bet it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um... But uh, anyways, the one pretty much one game to talk about is Assassin's Creed Liberation HD for the PC, PS3, and the 360. I don't know if it's just going to be a downloadable game. I'm thinking, I'm thinking that's what it is, kind of like how they did Resident Evil 4. Uh huh. Because this was a PSP game that came out at the beginning of the year last year um, for the PSP, and um, it's uh, I think if I remember right, it takes place in New Orleans. And you're a, the it's the first time you're a the lead is a female assassin. Oh, interesting. So that game fight is going to be available to be able to play. Uh, and um, so I suggest checking out if you're an Assassin's Creed fan. I'll probably download it eventually. But you know, I was just thinking the other day, and I think I remember saying this last week too. Is I realized there's a couple more games I need to finish than what I really thought I did because. There's still my DLC I got to finish for the Assassin's Creed 3. And that DLC for the Return to Rapture or whatever it's called, Under the Sea or oh, something like yeah. that. For Bioshock Infinite, I still, I still need to download it. So I might be busier than I thought. You know, I, I was actually <laughs> thinking, um, and this is good for uh, everyone out there to know also. I was actually thinking of, of subscribing to uh, PlayStation Plus, even though I don't have a PS4 yet. Because uh-huh. they're giving one of the games they're giving away this this uh, uh, month is uh, Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> yeah, so I heard it was Bioshock Infinite and uh, one other one. Yeah, I forgot the other one. Um, what was it? But anyway, Sleep, yeah, Sleeping Dogs or something. I think maybe. Oh, is it? I'm not positive, but yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, so is that's it for? Yep, for what's coming out what's coming out so we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back Patrick, you know what I got for Christmas? What did you get for Christmas? I got a Chromecast. Okay. All right, so let's move on. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Chromecast <laughs> is a pretty awesome device. Um, now that, especially now that you're an Android man, you might consider I'm not Android. What? Man. I am not Android man. I got pictures to prove that uh, you're I, at least. Well, I have. A, I might have a Samsung tablet. That don't mean I prefer Android over fucking iPhone. That's I didn't say you prefer right it. I said you're an Android man. I am not. You can be an iPhone and an Android man at the same time. Anyway, so uh, Chromecast is this really cool thing. It hooks up. Okay. To- I'm sorry. Now that you brought that up, now there is one thing I meant to show you, and I was like, I, I was, I wasn't going to do it, 
but because um, I knew you were just going to talk shit, but then I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just tell you." Um, don't hate the geek. Put up a thing at the beginning. Uh, was it? I think it was on Tuesday for New Year's. Yeah, and it had an Android and it had the Apple symbol, and it said "Happy New Year's," and it said "and" it's Android. It said twenty fourteen. And on the Apple symbol, it said 2013s. Yeah, I did see that. You know, maybe I'll have maybe I'll have to put that in the show notes. <laughs> let, let me uh, mark that down before I forget. Uh, anyway, so Chromecast is this pretty cool device. Um, that you're doing what caught my eye? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I know you didn't announce it. I never do. We're doing what caught my eye. Oh. Go ahead. Uh. <laughs> Uh, you just made me totally lose my place. Yeah, so anyway, um, so anyway, Chromecast is this really cool device. It's an HDMI device. It's about the size of um, a USB drive, maybe a slightly bigger. And it plugs into your TV, and you can use a whole bunch of apps uh, from your Android and iPhone or and iOS devices such as, I'm going to read the list of uh, some of the major apps, Netflix, HBO Go, Hulu Plus, Pandora, YouTube, um, Google Play TV and Music, or, and Movies, uh, Google Play Music, uh, let's see, Plex, Real Player, and, and yeah, and Real Player. Those are the main ones. There's more, and there's a lot more coming. But basically, what you can do is, like, say, uh, I'm, okay, the basic feature is I'm sitting in, on the couch, and I have my phone, and I'm like... Oh, there's this really cool YouTube video I want to watch. So mm-hmm. I just hit a button, and it's all of a sudden it's on my TV. It's like instantly it sends it to my TV. Pretty okay. cool. It's pretty cool. Um, it's really cool. The other day I actually watched uh, The Hobbit, the first Hobbit movie. That way through HBO Go, I using my tablet. I just put it on my tablet, hit the button, and I watched it on my TV. Uh, you can fully control the video from your phone. You can, on in the case of YouTube, you can actually queue up as many videos as you want, so you can have just a whole playlist. Uh, another cool feature is if there's two or three of us sitting in the room, and um, like, so it's my turn, and then at the end of my video, all of a sudden it's your turn, and you don't have to like grab my phone to do it. You can actually do it from your phone too. Oh, that's cool. So it's it's, it's anybody who's connected to my Wi-Fi can control it. Um, and people are like complaining because they're like, well, you know. Uh, people can mess with you, but it's like, well, only people that connect to your Wi-Fi really should be your friends. So if they're yeah. messing with you, then you know. But anyway, so it's pretty cool. Um, and I remember all the nights that where we're passing around the computer or whatever, you know, at my house watching YouTube music videos. This would have been a lot easier, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, some of the downsides of it. Uh, it does take power, so you actually have to hook it up to either. If your TV has a USB pow- powered USB uh, slot, which pretty much all the newer TVs do, you can use that. If not, then you have you do have to plug it into the wall. Um, but other than that, it's totally wireless. Another downside is it's gonna not work so well with slower internet. Um, I've been having problems with my internet at home, and I noticed that getting it to successfully stream a video with no problems in HD. Uh, on on from from apps that played on both the phone and the TV slows it down. Uh, the case of YouTube, it doesn't because it actually only plays just on the TV. But some of the other apps, it, it actually plays on both, uh, mm-hmm. me- meaning that it's actually streaming two two times to your internet. Um, 
another really cool feature that it doesn't work very well, but they they know that and they're actually improving it, is you can actually uh, use the Chrome web browser on any any computer to uh, basically put anything from the internet onto your TV, uh, a web page, a video, music, anything. Uh-huh. Uh, and actually, they have a feature that is, is I forgot what it is, uh, it's, let me see, I'm actually on my computer, so I can tell you it's called, uh, Cast Entire Screen, and it actually does not work for me for whatever reason, but you actually cast your entire screen, the entire desktop and everything, straight to your TV, and, um, people actually saying that you can actually play your games on there, like, you know, if you have Skyrim or... Uh, World of Warcraft, you can play it on your big screen TV that way. So that's cool with with basically wireless. So it's pretty cool. It's really and it's only thirty five dollars. That's one of the bigger uh, uh, pluses. It's only thirty five bucks. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Yeah, and and uh, I'm actually thinking about getting two of them. Uh, one for each room. Uh, well, one for each of my main TVs. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say your bedroom and uh... <laughs> yeah, my bedroom in the front room. Like, fuck it, I'm just gonna put one in the 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 other room just for the hell of it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, I mean it's it's pretty awesome. Definitely worth it. And I mean, I I can see using it all the time. I've actually used it pretty much every day for YouTube videos. At first, there was a bug where it wouldn't play YouTube video past two minutes and twenty seconds. But it's now mm-hmm. fixed, so it plays YouTube videos perfectly in uh, 720p. So there you go. That is what caught my eye this last couple of weeks. Let's get into some news stories. You should do that. I am. Child's Play raises $7.6 million in 2013, setting Man. a new record. That's pretty awesome. In 2012... Man. huh? Ch- Chucky's been busy. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, in 2012 they raised just over five. He probably like was threatening people, like, "Give me some money, or I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> uh, in in last in 2012 they raised just over five million dollars. Um, the, and for those who don't know what Child's Play is, it's basically anybody can participate. He's a serial killer, Charles Lee Ray. <laughs> anybody can participate and do things like um. Video game thons or I mean, there's tons of different things you can do, and the money is used to provide children in hospitals and domestic violence shelters with toys, games, and other supplies. And this year, they actually introduced a new program that provided game carts that included a TV, video game system, and games to play. In total, they have raised twenty-five million dollars towards this in the last ten years. Hmm. And I know every year we talk about doing it, and we never do. We should really do it one of these years. Yeah, I want to get into some shit like that too. Um, the The Last of Us wins GameSpot's People Choice Game of the Year. It should have been Game of the Year, pretty much. I think to, for any category, for any source that's putting out an award for Game of the Year, that should have been the winner. If you ask me, definitely not GTA Five. As much as I love GTA Five and how much of a great game that is, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's it's like it's another Madden game. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I mean, okay, that might not be completely fair to compare GTA to Madden. But what I'm saying is, 
if you get a Madden game, you know you're going to have it's going to be football, and you know you know it's you know what I mean. Like no, I totally know agree because what the what the idea of it is. <laughs> that's you how I feel about guy, GTA. Is is is, is and, and and I'm I, I love GTA. Don't do not get me wrong. I'm a big GTA fan, but in GTA, there's going to be a story where you have a character who struggles. Oh, granted, this one's a little different since there's three characters, but there's a main character who's going to struggle and slowly work his way up the ladder of the mob, the gangs, the whatever. You know, and as he gets go, as he gets further, he gets better weapons and gets better cars. I mean, the story is awesome. The voice actings are awesome. I'm not going to lie, and I, and I really like how they interacted these the three of them and how you have to do the heist and stuff like that. It's awesome. It's great. But The Last of Us is one of those games that came out of nowhere and just it just blew everything out of the water, if you ask me. The music, the the story, the voices, uh, or you know the voices, the you know the, mm-hmm. the 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 voice actors, the graphics. I mean that storyline and and where they went with it is just. Mind blowing, if you ask me. It was just a, just a completely awesome, just game, and <clears throat> I just think that at the like when it was the Spike had their TV, they went off of the hype of GTA Five compared mm. to the hype of The Last of Us, and that's why that won. Yeah, probably. I mean, that's yeah, that's kind of how. <clears throat> excuse me, that's kind of how I've always felt about GTA games. But, uh, yeah, so, well, I'm not surprised The Last of Us won GameSpot's uh, People's Choice of Game of the Year. I think it was, um, uh, I can't remember the website now. Anyway, um, it was an RPG website that, that voted Last of Us the best non-RPG of the year. <laughs> of course, they're going to be biased, you know, to RPGs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they voted it the best. But, I mean, if it's a, if it's a whole site, can, or the, or whatever... Dedicated RPGs, then I mean, then I can understand that. Yeah, but there, but even that site, who only basically concerned is RPGs, is still looking at The Last of Us. Yep, yep. Hey, uh, so you know, Patrick, isn't it? Wouldn't it be awesome to defend the Earth against space invaders? Hell yeah! And I mean those little dun 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 dun. Exactly. Dun. I mean, those little <laughs> annoying sprites back in the day on Atari that uh, used to kill my time and patience. Um, anyway, so you can, if you're in the right place at the right time. There's actually a series, a TV series airing in Japan right now that allows you to... Um, it's 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 the first of its kind. It's an interactive TV show. Um and I, there's been talks about this before, and of, of people doing this. And there's actually been even even prototypes that never worked very well. But I, apparently, this is working pretty good. You can play the game online from any smartphone or PC, mm-hmm. and uh, although it says it works best with a PC or or, or a Mac, and um, basically, depend you you fight alongside the on-air show. And it's they're calling it a hybrid cast. Um, what else? So anyway, uh, the story basically says that 
uh, on New Year's Eve day in 2014, it was predicted that aliens would arrive from space and attempt to take over the Earth. That was predicted 50 years ago, and the Earth Defense Force Task Force uh, secretly set up and set up in preparation for it. Their cover? TV Tokyo itself, the TV station. When the aliens arrive, they'll be fighting against the Earth Force, and viewers will be able to do so alongside them playing the game. Uh, in order to play the game, when you see these aliens during the TV program, you'll want to hit the appropriate button within the game and to help the TX-7 fend them off. Participants also stand a chance to win prizes and other things. Basically, um, if enough people screw up, it would actually reflect on the uh, TV show itself. Okay. So it's pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, basically, it's an interactive TV show about space invaders, and you know the crazy, crazy with the crazy Japanese uh, twist. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry. Uh, Oh, and um, this is something that I'm, I just kind of shook my head about. There's a possibility of a Final Fantasy X3. Um, basically, I know you don't know much about the Final Fantasy X, or X3, I should say. You don't know about much about Final Fantasy X, but a lot of people liked it. It was the first in-depth, really, like, uh, fully voice acted and um, Almost HD. It wasn't HD because it was on PlayStation 2. But, you know, it was really high graphics Final Fantasy game. And it had a good storyline, but it wasn't the best. Uh, I, I actually did not like 10 too much. Uh, and, uh, well, 10 2 <laughs> was a, a game where girls basically dressed up in costumes and, and continued where Final Fantasy 10 left off. That game I actually never played. Uh, I actually only know one person that played it, and that was Kevin. Oh yeah. Um, he he said it was okay, but not great. So they're basically saying if there's enough demand, then uh, there may be uh, they may see new development. Um, and the Final Fantasy scenario writer says I would personally like to see a sequel like Ten Three. So nothing confirmed yet, but if you buy an, if you buy a copy of uh, Final Fantasy Ten HD, then you're supporting. Um, possible X or ten three. Interesting. So uh, the uh, there's been talk about the there's going to be DLC for uh, Batman Arkham Origins. Well, Mister Freeze may be that DLC for Batman Arkham or- Origins. Um, they released a picture. Um, you know, they've been quiet about it. All they've said was, hey, there is going to be some DLC coming in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, the, they shared a, a teaser image showing a previously teased award covered in ice and, you know, who else could that really be? Yeah, I mean, seriously. unless they're trying to say it's Killer uh, Frost. I mean, it could be Killer Frost, um, but... Uh, she wasn't really as big into a villain for Batman as Mister Freeze is. Yeah, I don't even so. know Killer Frost. Um, she she was just another DC villain that had freezing powers. There was like a couple of them. Um, but yeah, so I'm assuming it's going to be Mister Freeze, which is probably going to be pretty cool because it might even show the origin of him turning into Mister Freeze. Yeah, since it's or- an origin game, you know. 
Um, but uh, so you know, like I said, they they still haven't really said anything about um, about what what it's going to be, when it's going to be, or anything like that. They just said that it's going to be coming out this year, and then they had that picture. So, hey, it could be Mister Freeze. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, so this is a pretty interesting one. This is one that uh, actually made me smile because of the fact that uh, I've always wanted to name my daughter after a video game character. Uh, a father names his daughter after a Mass Effect character. Um, the exact quote from the father is, Tomorrow my daughter is scheduled to be born. Since day one, her first name was always going to be uh, Tali Zora. My wife fell in love with the name during our first playthrough of Mass Effect years ago. Um, confu- and he said, he continued, confused friends and relatives are told, we wanted a nice Korean name, just because it's funny to see the confusing becoming worse when we tell him that. Um, basically, a lot of people are like, there, there's two sides to this. There's, there's people who are like, oh, that's awesome. And then there's people who are like, oh, that poor kid. Because, um, for one, it's kind of a weird name. Uh-huh. But also because, you know, if once they get into, like, high school and someone Googles them and they'll see that they were named after a video game character. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so basically, uh, and then people are like, well, why don't you just call her Tali? And then they're like, no, we want to call her Tali Zora. So, you know. Um, I mean, if, if anything, something like that, though, I would have to say Tali would be, like, a first name and then Zora maybe the the middle name. Because, I mean, that is kind of a... <laughs> Yeah, it is kind of weird, but I, I like it. I mean, I well, think it's what I'm cool. saying. Like, you can still call her Talizora for her first and middle name, but I mean, at least so when you when you think of people like these names, you also got to remember that. Okay, yeah, you think it's so cool or awesome that they have this name, but they still have to go out into the world with that name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Tali for the first name, which it sounds good as the first name. And then Z- Zora could be the middle name, and you can still call it whatever the hell you want, you know? That's true. Yeah, that's actually... But I mean, like, yeah. I mean, to me, you got to think of how the kid has to interact with all this. But I mean, honestly, if, if the girl's name is Tali Zora, unless she really likes the name, she's most likely going to go by Tali anyway. Yeah, but still, when she fills stuff out, she's still going to have to fill out that whole name. Yeah. True, true. True, true, true. You finished with that one? Yeah, I'm done. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought you still had more to it. That's why I wanted to make sure I didn't cut you off. Anyways, so um, Activision removes Marvel-based games from Steam, Xbox Live, and PSN. <clears throat> so all the, like, you know, Spider-Man, X-Men, and even the new Deadpool games have all been pulled. <clears throat> oh, sorry, I have, my throat's a little dry. But I guess uh, Activision has an expiring license um agreement uh for all the titles um in the Marvel universe so um until further notice they've all been removed for from sale including the recent recently released Deadpool which doesn't kind of make sense to me since if you can still go to the store and buy them why wouldn't you be able to buy them online yeah, well, I think it. I think it's uh, obviously the license has has to do with uh, downloadable con- downloadable games, most likely. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm guessing that that's what the license has some because that's two different licenses to be able to sell the game at physical and then sell it, you know, uh, as a download. Yeah. Now, so I'm guessing that it has something to do with that. But you're right; that is kind of weird. 
They also said just as Capcom was uh, asked to remove their Marvel games from download, so did we Activision's ASM2 game coming out, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, it's still coming out this spring, said one of the uh, guys that works for Activision. But, um, yeah, so I guess there's, you know, they're trying to figure out what they're doing with all their licensing stuff. It's probably what it is is, now that Disney owns Marvel, they're not really release, re-licensing out to, for other people. They're probably going to find their own people to make the games. That's true, yeah. And the last story of... And that's all I got to say about that. Well, I have one more thing to say about that. The last story of the night. My story? Yeah, uh-huh. that's all I got to say about oh. that. My story. Because yes. I started saying, and the last story, and then you said that. <laughs> I know my mic keeps cutting out, and you, 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 hopefully, I don't think it'll come through on the recording, but I know you said you, you're having a hard time hearing me. Um, so this is an interesting one that actually came up during the, uh, was it, do you remember if it was during E3 or during the PS4 a reveal that they talked about the streaming service? Um, I think it was not E3, it was the stream, I mean the, uh, reveal? The reveal, thank you. Okay. I was reading the I was reading part of the story and I saw streaming. So I oh yeah, streaming. Um. So anyway, so if you if if you remember right, we had talked about it, and if you'd watched the show, uh, Sony talked about a cloud-based streaming video game service for classic PlayStation games. This would cover uh every game. Well, theoretically, it would cover every PlayStation One and every PlayStation Two game, along with uh, some, if not all, PlayStation 3 games, which would be the ultimate goal. Um, so basically, they have come out now and said that, well, not only are we going to move forward with this in 2014, but we're going to actually add to that and give developers the power to, um, uh, to add new challenges to their classic games. Uh, an example of what a developer could do is interrupting the stream right before, like for Final Fantasy VII, they could interrupt the stream uh, uh, right before the final fight with Sepriov. And there's a like a pop-up that says, do you want to complete this challenge? And the challenge could be something like, beat Sepriov with only half of your magic points or, or hit points. Or uh, there's a time limit on this fight. And, you know, um, there's no word on exactly what you would get other than prestige or maybe that that's how they can give out trophies um is is uh playstation still doing trophies are they called trophies still yeah okay so maybe that that's how they can add trophies through these challenges um because you know someone who's played a game a hundred times i don't know they've never added trophies to the classic games but in this case in this case they could because they could be like here's a true challenge to this game now get it and you can get a you can get a trophy or something like that or maybe even they could go so far uh because we've talked about how the developers have the power to um interact with uh, with people in their games i don't think it, any games done it yet but they have the power to actually interact with people during their gameplay um so who knows what they could do i mean it's the it's really could be anything but it it it's cool because it adds a new reason to buy the classic games. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, if you loved the game back then, but you're not sure if you'd actually play it again, but then you hear that there's like these ten challenges that make the game really hard and an almost a new experience. It's like, okay, maybe I'll try that. You know? 
Yeah. So, so that's pretty cool, and that has to do with their cloud-based um, service that they've talked about coming up with in the next, well, uh, supposedly starting this year, although there's been no 100% confirm about that. Um, that's it for our news stories. I will have two pieces of media in the show notes. The one is the one. Hella media. The one is one that Patrick mentioned earlier, and that's the uh, Happy New Year's from Android and iPhone. Uh, for iPhone, it's 2013s. And the other piece, if is it be like that. <laughs> the other piece is a, a, a art from Alfred Cullum Dillon. I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. In tribute to Elder Scrolls Anthology. And uh, it's called Adventurer's Road. Uh, one of the most obvious reasons. And if you go to that page, Patrick, it's, it's, you have to scroll to the bottom to see the actual piece. Um, and one of the obvious reasons when you see it is because it was influenced by uh, Beatles' 11th album, Abbey Road. And it's basically four characters from um, the Elder Scroll uh, universe crossing... A road within the Elder Scroll world. Um, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I found it now. Yeah. You could go all the way to the bottom, and it was. Oh, I guess it's only about halfway through. Sorry. Yeah, I was like, I Lo- was like, we talking about? Sorry, but, I didn't yeah, that's pretty yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah, and um, and I will also have a link to the webpage that uh for the auth for the uh artist because he actually did this in many different steps and it explains it and it's a pretty cool read it's a pretty pretty interesting read I think one of them should have had an arrow in the knee He even talks about it. he says right here <laughs> um uh, Abbey Road isn't the only reasoning behind this title the uh the now pretty famous saying of an arrow in the knee in the Russian localized version of the game Skyrim sounds uh uh, basically translates to, I used to follow the road of the adventurer too, and then I took an arrow to the knee. And that's why it's called Adventurer's Road. So, yeah, there is a little pun about that. But that would have been funny if you actually put one in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, so that, that'll that be on there. Um, check it. It's definitely worth a, worth a, uh, worth a view. Check it, wreck it, let's begin. Party on, party people. Oh, sorry. And yeah, I also have links to the... Space Invaders website, or actually the story. So if you're really interested, I'm sure there's some way you can link up with uh, the show and such. And that's it. So if you want to drop us a line, you can do so at kvgt04 at gmail.com. Dot com. If you want to see all the back I- episodes plus all everything else we do on our website, which isn't a ton, but still, you can check it out at kvgtpodcast.com. There's only so much I can put up there all the time. The rest of you guys are laggy. You haven't even put anything up there in a long time. Actually, that's not true. Oh, well, I haven't been there in a long time. No, I'm kidding. Damn. <laughs> I'm kidding. I go there all the time. Uh, our Facebook page. Where Which reminds me, speaking of that, have you been there lately since I updated the photo for the for the podcast? Uh, you mean uh, yesterday? Whatever. Yeah. I mean, whenever you put the podcast, I went back in there and I fixed the name uh, since you added some to it, and then. Uh, oh, that's what. Yeah. And then did you, I added a picture. Cause yeah, the, yeah, I see. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, when they go to the page and they see the picture on Facebook for like, <laughs> like three weeks. 
Jeremy's every almost Three every weeks. Of Jeremy. Yeah, I was like almost every one of your posts was about being cold. Three weeks. Well, it was less than a week. Then that's even more pathetic. <laughs> one of our friends don't even have a Facebook and was like, "Quit bitching about the heater." <laughs> so I made a funny meme picture and it was hilarious. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, so uh, that's kbgtpodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook, where we are most active, I do believe. And that is facebook.com slash kbgtpodcast. Uh, as always, you can subscribe to us on Twitter. I mean, no, not Twitter. I meant to say Stitcher Radio. And um, easiest place for many people to get is the iTunes. The iTunes. And iTunes? Uh-huh. The iTunes? The iTunes. And if you'd like to go ahead and hit us up on that there Twitter, which I just talked about, I am at Soul Scribbler. Patrick is at PatrickStock64.blogspot.com. No, no, no. We're talking, what are we about, talking about Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Big Solo64. Yes, and um, you can just send a general tweet to the to the podcast it, or podcast at itself at KVGT Podcast. Interesting True. note too. I actually just um, right before the show, I was followed by Chris Gore, who is a uh, I was telling Patrick uh, comedian, and he was on G Four TV a lot. Um, pretty big name. He actually followed me, so that was that was pretty awesome. So thanks for the follow. I followed him back. Uh, and if you want to check out my new podcast and my personal website on writing, that is at a writerstruggle.com. And if you want to know what Patrick's thinking, then you can go to patrickstots64.blogspot.com. There you go. You got it right this time. I actually was, I, <laughs> you know, I was going to do, but I was looking at another page when he said that, so it didn't really click in my head. I was about to go Big Solo 64. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Uh, you can check out the Nerdgasm Network, who is part of our extended family, at nerdgasmnetwork.com. And yeah, when Ryan decides to, if you don't, if you miss it, their live shows, then you're uh, you'll have to wait for probably about six months for him to put up the episode because apparently he doesn't like to do it right away. But the good thing is, see, when he puts them up, he puts up multiple episodes at once. So it's like yeah. you have like 10 hours of their podcast listened to in one day. Probably more than that because about <laughs> one episode is damn near 10 hours. So <laughs> you're like – if you're like, man, I'm off for a week and uh, – I'm off for two weeks and I don't have nothing to do. Well, that will probably pretty much fill up your whole time because you'll put up like six episodes and it will probably fill up the two weeks. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, let's see. Their last episode was put up on – December 18th, so they're looking at a month. Yeah, but there was like six episodes put up on December 18th. Yeah, there were four episodes put up on December 18th, uh, three episodes put up on November 21st, and I'm not going to go back any farther. But yeah, he seems to be putting up uh, about once a month. Patrick, you have nothing to complain about me. I'm a few days late. I'm never a month late. At least they do live episodes, though, so people can go there and listen to them at that time. We don't do live episodes, so you need to have yours, uh, the ours up on time. Yeah, but, like, only one person I don't ever care. listens to I don't to care them. what they do over there. That's not true. We have, like, three listeners. <laughs> Half the time, I'm one of them. Anyway. Okay. We have four listeners. Uh, and the series challenge, which I believe that only one person is participating in. Um, but still, if you want to check it out, that's at nerdgasmnetwork.blogspot.com. Um, also, check out extraplay.info, nocorders.net, superbudgetbrothers.com, beyondtheheadset.co. 
Yeah, I just did my last episode with uh, Matt uh, for the Raiders, obviously because they didn't make the playoffs. Um, but uh, hoping to be on there every once in a while, maybe for some sports talk, for uh, just general sports talk, and for um, you know maybe some baseball or something. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. And, and uh, I'm gonna throw this last one in, like once again, even though he had a little uh, hissy fit with me about some stuff and couldn't man up to talk to me and. Took me off of Facebook. Well, you know, Facebook is serious. If you, if you yeah, you know, you got you got to love that Facebook beef. I mean, if something happens on Facebook, you know it's serious. Oh yeah, you know. But uh, still waiting for him to man up and hit me up. But I'll still promote his podcast because you know I'm not a crybaby like that. Uh, you got John and his two sidekicks over there. Uh, that do the go to podcast at go to podcast.tumblr.com. I believe they're recording the same night tonight that we're recording. Yep. Um, they, they asked you to be on. Yeah. Uh, he was, uh, I, am not sure why maybe they're short. I really don't know, but, um, he, right before we started recording about 20 minutes before we started recording, he hit me up and was like, Hey, you want to be on? And I'm like, we're doing our own episode tonight. Sorry. It'd be like that. Yep. Basically it, it do be like that. It do be like that. And that's it for our episode. So have a great week. Have a great new year. Uh, well, have a great all year. All, all 2014. And you know, while we're at it, have a great decade. And even better, have a great life. Fuck my life. <laughs> I don't even know what to say after that. Let's just end it there. <laughs> <laughs>